get your bag right. Get busy on five extra loud mornings. With Nicole De Silva. You've heard the term death and taxes, two things that you can't avoid in this life. I'd like to try my best, though. I mean, to be completely honest, I'd really try to avoid both, actually. Uh, Andre Botma is joining us now um, uh, to help navigate the conversation around tax. He's a tax consultant. Andre, thanks so much for giving up the time to join us on a Saturday morning. Uh, thank you so much for having me. Um, Andre, I just want to like start off up front. How do I not pay tax? Is there any way? <laughs> Please, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to do it anymore. I'm tired. Look, yeah, I, I, I think I think so many people, uh, so, so many of us feel feel exactly like that because uh, it's it's there every year. It's uh, um, it it haunts it haunts us every year, once a year at least as individuals. When when July strikes, it's tax season, and then all of a sudden you have to start thinking about your tax. And oh. um, but I mean, the, the the basics is if you have some deductions that you can take advantage of, then. Yes. Yeah, and, and, and you know about them, then you can at least mitigate the mm. amount of tax that you have to pay. All right, let's start from the top. How do you get registered or how do you register your business for tax purposes so that we can mitigate the the, the things, the deductions and, and take those things off? Yeah, so, I mean, there's, there's two options that a lot of people have. If you've got a, if you decide to start a, a, a top of a big business and you've got a few partners or you've got this, a bigger idea than just yourself, then registering with CIPC, CIPC actually uh, does the tax registration on your behalf, so you automatically get a tax number. Mm-hmm. Um, but what a lot of people don't do is as soon as they get registered with CIPC and they get a tax number, they don't get themselves an accountant. And that's really important if you have a CIPC registered business um, to get an accountant who can help you with the compliance aspect of the company. The other option is if you have a sole proprietor, so um, that is just you running the business, um, you can still take advantage of the deductions. You must just make sure that you've got a separate bank account where the business transactions, the income and expenses uh, happen on a separate bank account so that the bookkeeping and the actual taxes are much easier to manage because what a lot of people do is they throw all their, they mix their business and their personal and, uh, yeah, I wouldn't recommend, you know, cook, um, cooking in the living room, right? Yes, yeah. So, <laughs> huh. yeah, so th- those are the two ways to get registered. Okay, here's, here's a question probably relevant to people that are freelancers, um, maybe in the media space, but also just general freelancers. For, for myself in particular as well, um, when, when is it worth getting a separate bank account and not cooking in the lounge, as you, as you said? Because it's... I don't know how to explain it, but you know what I mean? Especially with like, I don't, my service or my product is my service. The, the, the DJ gigs or the emceeing or the voiceovers or the radio shows or the stand-ins or whatever. So should I have a separate bank account for like that type of stuff? Or is it only when you reach a certain income or you make a certain amount of money doing it? Yeah, I mean, because freelancers and independent contractors often often they they, they don't you know they um, they are like a business to themselves. Yeah. Um, and so it's different to a normal salary. The salary is very easy because that just gets paid into your bank account once a month, and you live off that money. But for a freelancer, independent contractor, the 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 the, 
the income is fairly erratic. Some months are good, some months are bad. Yep. Uh, the income doesn't come in always the, at the same time. Mm-hmm. And so my recommendation is actually to, to put all the income in a separate bank account and then take what you need average. If you know roughly what you spend on a month, let's say you, let's say you live on a budget, which is a great idea to do, right? If you have a budget, you roughly know how much do you give out per month. So let's say that's 20K a month. And that means you know that you can take from that separate bank account about 20, 25,000 just to be safe um, to live off. And that will make, that will keep things simpler so that you can still run your business expenses that you have, the things that you spend in order to earn that um, business income. Because, for example, a photographer that does photography gigs, they, they can, they can put their, um, their photography uh, suite, the Photoshop expenses, they put it through the business account rather than personal. Gotcha. So that's what I would recommend for freelancers. Mm. All right. Maybe, so next week we're going to be focusing on personal income tax. And I feel like this is maybe a gray area when it comes to um, people that are independent contractors. But if, yeah. we, if we focus mainly on, on business tax, what, mm-hmm. are, what are some of the notable um, tax exemptions for, for, or in South Africa? So uh, I think exemptions is a bit of a uh, not, not a misnomer. There are certain there are certain business types that's completely exempt from tax. So, for example, you've got non you know non profits and, and and churches are, are good examples of uh, of mm. exempt institutions. But there are certain special deductions that certain types of companies get that you won't get for an for an individual. So. Um, I know that a hotel, a hotel keeper gets a special building deduction. There are special building deductions. Um, if you're in manufacturing, there are special deductions that you can get for manufacturing for purchasing big capital items. So there are special deductions that companies can take advantage of. Um, also, a company can register as a, as a SBC or they can act as an SBC. It's just something that you tick on the income tax return. If, if the company qualifies, then they get special company tax rates compared to normal companies because normal company tax is 28%, but SBC rates is 0%, then it goes to 7 then it goes to 21%, and then it goes to 28%. And so if your company qualifies to be a SBC, uh, that's a great way to actually, um, to actually uh, not pay as much tax as, like yeah, um, especially if you're still a small company and you yes. don't have other shareholding, that's a, that's a great option for you. And um, when you mentioned there was that the seven percent, and then it went to the twenty-one and twenty-eight. What kind of what kind of businesses are those? When uh, small small business corporation. So uh, there there are certain rules that apply to them. So their turnover must be uh, the, the turnover must be below a certain amount. It's it's around I think ten million or fifteen million. So the amount is quite large. Um, there are other there are other rules that you can't have shareholding in other in other um, uh, private companies. Yes. So it must be really a, a small business. But if you qualify and you and you and you meet the requirements, then then it's an excellent way to um, to lower the tax the tax burden. Um, yeah, especially if you're a small business. Um, but there's also another there, there's there's another business uh, type that people can register for small companies is. Uh, what they call turnover tax, and it's something that uh, that came in in 2012. Oh. And turnover tax, if you if your turnover is below the the business, the turnover is below 335,000, 
the tax is 0%. Um, and then it goes up to 1%. Um, and then it goes up to 2% and then 3%. But then it's, it's limited to a million. So your turnover can't be more than a million. Uh, there, and, there, and it's also the first 200,000 is, uh, of dividends is exempt from dividends tax. Uh, but there's only certain industries that can register for turnover tax. So those are two tax types that that people can consider mm. uh, young entrepreneurs if they qualify that they can go for. Okay, um, let's let's talk VAT now. Which businesses should be paying value added tax, and what would your advice be to those businesses when it comes to efficiently handling VAT? Obviously, the first thing is. That is a um, that is a big administrative burden mm. because you know um, and but you are, you are compulsory. There's a compulsory registration for that if you've reached a million rand turnover. And most uh, goods and services that companies uh, uh, sell are are required. You have to charge that on it once you registered. But my recommendation is to hold off on registering for that until you absolutely have to register for it. Like maybe there's a contract that requires, and then the, the B2B contract requires your business to be registered for that. Otherwise, they're not going to do business with you. Or you want to claim certain expenses that you've, you've, you've got a lot of inputs that you want to claim that on before you get going. That's something that you could do. But in general, if you haven't, if you don't need to register for that, because it's a lot, you know, you have to submit bi-monthly VAT returns, you have mm. to do proper bookkeeping, you have to have, and you have to have a very good bookkeeper, otherwise you're going to be hit with um, VAT audits and the VAT refunds don't get paid out fast enough. Got you. So uh, it's, you a know, bit of a, it's a bit of a hack. So you don't, ha- don't do it until you absolutely have to, basically. Exactly, okay. exactly. And obviously this is not proper, you know, this is not tax advice, but this is the general, uh, the general suggestion. Mate to mate. I like it. Thanks, Andre. I appreciate that. Here's, cool. a, here's a last question for you. If, let's say, you were giving advice to somebody who was going to be doing new business tax things what would what would the advice be on like how do you keep tabs on it throughout the year to make sure that your life isn't a living hellfire when it comes to tax time like what is the best way to just make sure that it's managed effectively throughout the year so that it's all ready and it's when it's time to file yeah so i've i've watched about the 100 episodes of dragon's den and shark tank now (laughs) and the biggest the biggest advice the investors give to new entrepreneurs and things is know your numbers. Uh, put have a, have your business registered with Zero or Sage or uh, do stuff on Excel or have a um, have a bookkeeper that you've got a good relationship a good bookkeeper accountant that you've got a good relationship with, so that you know what's going on in your numbers mm-hmm. and that you are prepared that the financial statements are drawn up on time. Uh, and that you and that you stay on top of the numbers because a lot of people don't want to get into the numbers if they don't if it if they're not numbers minded. Yes. But if you're not numbers minded, find a good accountant. A good accountant is like a good marriage partner. You need to shop around for it. But once once you've got that relationship there, yeah. a good accountant can keep you tax compliant, can keep you you know compliant with the Companies Act. And you won't fall foul to uh, to to bad audits, or um, you know, you don't have to be scared of a tax man. Yes, I got you. So you don't have to be good at doing everything business wise. Find the right person that can do the the thing for you, so you can just focus on the important stuff in your business. Yeah, but stay on top of the numbers. Know what your profits are. 
Know what your the big numbers, what Got I'm you. talking about. Yeah. Okay. I think that's a nice place for us to leave it. Um, Andre, thanks so much for your time. I think um, I think that answered a fair amount. And listen, if you've just caught the back end of this, don't worry. It'll be on 5fm.co.za. Go to catch-ups. Look for five extra loud mornings there. We have our self-care sessions and get busy. All of them are there. It's uh, Andre Botma, who's a tax consultant. Thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Nicole. It was great. Get your bag right. Get busy on five extra loud mornings with Nicole De Silva.